All right. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Jenny here. Um, it is a Saturday, a little bit before nine. And I wanted to share some information with you because of the, uh, you know, typical dating over 40 or even over 30 or even over 20. Um, you know, and just wanted all the ladies out there to be safe. Um, I did go out today, had an amazing time, good person. I have some crazy dating stories. I will share one with you uh, towards the end of this podcast. However, one of the things that I had put out <clears throat> on social media, on both my personal page, in a group, um, and on another form of social media, about, you know, what this podcast is about. So dating over 40, Right. We have to sift through all of the nonsense when it comes to dating apps, swiping right, swiping left, uh, filtering through the messages of the, oh my gosh, you're so sexy and like all this other crap. And you're just like, just go away. Like, that's not what I'm about. That's not what I want to hear. Like we are still in a quarantine, just, you know, most states are coming out of quarantine. Like this is the time for guys to basically get all, you know, Jane Eyre and T.S. Eliot in your inbox, you know, write me a poem, write me a sonnet, tell me a story. And they still couldn't handle that. And that's no, you know, uh, disrespect to the guys, but this was their one job, you know, when it came to dating. And I think a lot of people realized that they were side pieces also during this quarantine because those guys were married and they were shacked up with their wives and families. So anyway, if you decide to go out and meet somebody um, after you've filtered through all of their stuff, you know, they're legit you've got some stuff in common. My recommendation is a minimum of two weeks chatting through social media, through text message, um, talking on the phone at least two times, uh, just so you can get a vibe of who they are. And then agree to a public place to meet, preferably at a halfway point between their home and your home. That way, if stuff gets weird, you can roll out, preferably go to a place where they have a bar or a bartender um, that serves alcohol. So if and when you get a bill, you can ask your waitress for a piece of paper and just say, hey, I think I know the bartender. Can you give him this note and ask him if this is who it is, blah, 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 blah. That's where this information comes in very handy. Okay, so the angel shot. There were a lot of comments on my social media pages, as well as my timelines, as well as in groups, as well as on other forms of social media about the angel shot. Now, the Me Too movement, the hashtag Me Too movement uh, a couple of years ago, uh, was started for other safety measures for women. After the whole Brock Turner nonsense that happened, Women felt that, you know, we're still getting roofied, you know, especially college towns. Girls are getting roofied. Older women are getting picked up by dudes 20-something, 30-something, and they're getting roofied. Now, some companies made those drink coasters where you can take uh, your straw from your drink and drip a couple of drops on each corner of the little drink coaster and it'll tell you if you've been roofied and what you've been roofied with. So that's great, but they're expensive. So not a lot of bars are going to be purchasing that type of equipment. 
However, the Me Too movement came up with what's called the angel shot. So here's what the angel shot is, okay? So you're on a really, really, really bad date, okay? You're either feeling unsafe, the guy's being creepy, you think you might have been roofied, he is being very um, sexually aggressive towards you, like constantly coming in your personal space, you've given him the signals, you've told him like, hey, this is not okay, whatever it is. Um, you might feel just uncomfortable, like, hey, he catfished me and I'm not feeling cool with this. Uh, maybe he picked you up somewhere and brought you there and you drove there together. Okay, that's even a more scary situation. So this is why the angel shot came to be. <clears throat> Especially college campuses. You're all at a party. Hey, let's go to the bar. My friend's band's playing. Oh, can I hitch a ride with you? Great. Okay, well, that is the number one date rape situation. It's when you are vulnerable, us women, you are vulnerable because you took a ride with somebody else and you are now stuck at this location and you don't know how to get back. Maybe you're already intoxicated and now you're freaking out. Oh my gosh, what do I do? And now I'm really, really intoxicated and I probably need to just go to bed, but this guy drove me and he's going to take me back to his house or his frat house or his dorm or whatever it is. I know I can't drive home. Okay. This is where the angel shot comes into play. So the angel shot works like this. Okay. An angel shot that you order neat. Okay. Will alert your bartender to escort you to your vehicle. They will literally just walk you out to your car. Some will take you through the kitchen out the back entrance so that person that you are with doesn't see you, okay? If you order the angel shot on ice or on the rocks, the bartender will just call you an Uber or a Lyft. And you can just say, hey, can I get an angel shot on the rocks? Or an angel shot, you know, with some ice. You know, if they don't get it, you write it down on a piece of paper and you give it to them. Write them on a napkin, whatever. Put it with a dollar that you're tipping them, whatever you can do. If stuff is getting bad, like the situation, like I said before, with, you know, you drove there with them. Or they are being very creepy. Or you think you might have been roofied and you're feeling really intoxicated all of a sudden and you've only had one or two drinks. That's when you order <clears throat> the angel shot with lime. The angel shot with lime means that they are going to call the police, okay? They're gonna call the police and they're going to probably put you in the back of the restaurant or bar somewhere. Somebody is going to sit with you because you don't wanna leave. If you call the police, you don't wanna leave, right? Because now you've called the police, you've now left, why are the police coming? So they're going to take you in the kitchen, they're going to, you know, sit with you in the bathroom. They're going to take you to another location within the restaurant, even in the back, out back behind the restaurant, until the police arrive. And when the police arrive, that's when you give your statement. If you've been <clears throat> drugged with a roofie, with the Rohypnol or anything else that's out there, they will be able to tell because in within 30 minutes is when that stuff really starts to take effect. And they'll be able to tell immediately. So you just need to give as much information that you can remember, including the person's name, their phone number, you know, where they live, if they're on campus, if you have their address, uh, where they parked, everything. And the police will take care of it from there. 
So the angel shot is a really important factor in keeping women safe of all dating ages. Now, I did have to use an angel shot, I want to say about two years ago, <clears throat> and I used it at the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm so thankful that the waitress and the bartender and the person who was, you know, closing out my bill knew exactly what I was talking about. So kudos to the Cheesecake Factory in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Um, and that was a hellacious date. And uh, real quick with that date, the, it, it it's a funny story. I can laugh at it now, but I'll give you the quick synopsis. Met a guy on a dating site. We talked online and through the app and through text messages for probably three or four weeks. We talked on the phone. Everything seemed fine. We had sent pictures of each other in addition to what was on the dating site. And we decided to meet at a halfway point, which was King of Prussia. He worked in Philly. He was an IT guy. You know, I'm a teacher. So I was like, okay, you know, it seems all right. Let's let's meet. We had agreed on 4.30 in the afternoon because my work wasn't too far away. And I figured I'd just stay a little bit later at my job before I went and met him. And he was very like OCD with the time. Like it had to be either on the half hour or on the hour. So what I'm discovering now. So 4.25 comes around. I said, I'm here. He's like, okay, I'm pulling into the parking garage now at like 4.30, 4.35. Well, he didn't show up till like five o'clock. So I'm like, are you lost? Like, do you want me to order you a drink? Like what's going on? So I ordered him a drink or I went to order him a drink and he's like, just get me a beer. And I'm like, well, what kind of beer? That's very broad. Well, just whatever. All beer tastes the same to me. And I was just like, I'll just wait for you to walk in. So he walks in promptly at five o'clock and I see him. And when he gave me a hug, he gave me a huge sniff, like a very creepy, disgusting, like sniff. And I was like, oh, what is that all about? Anyway, we sat down. I said, you know, I think he ordered a Pabst Blue Ribbon and they didn't have PBR there. So I was like, you got to try something else. So I think his first beer was like a Miller Lite. Fine, right? I'm already on my second martini because I've been there since 425. So I'm on my second martini. I order some lettuce wrapped tacos, all good. I said, are you hungry? You just going to get an appetizer? Like, what do you want to do? He's like, well, I got to eat my calories, you know, whatever. Now, mind you, the pictures that he had sent me a couple of weeks before were of like a decent sized person. The dude who showed up was an absolute juice head. Like his arms couldn't even fit in his button down shirt that he wore. And he couldn't even close the collar on it because that's how like juiced up he was. So I was like, oh, great, whatever. No big deal. Not judging. If that's what you need to do, that's on you. That's fine. That's just not who you put out there in that picture. So he shows up <clears throat> and he's like, oh, I think I'm going to get this appetizer. I'm going to get um, a steak. I'm going to get some tacos and I'm going to get a big plate of spaghetti with meatballs and garlic bread. And I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Then he throws out the, I think he did like a double shot of vodka on the rack straight up with a twist of lime. I think then he had like a Coors Light after the Miller Light. Then he had a Jack Daniels on the rocks. Then he did a rum and coke, um, a Bahama Mama. Like this guy was just mixing all kinds of alcohol. So I'm trying to engage in conversation with him. 
Now, mind you, we had great conversation on the phone. We had great conversation in text message. We had great conversation on the dating app. Seemed like a very normal individual. Now, I don't know if he had social anxiety disorder or what. My first question was, so what are your hobbies? Now, I had just started my third dirty martini, extra olives. What are your hobbies? No joke, he says, YouTube and porn. I'm like, um, that's not a hobby. Are you watching something specific on YouTube? Like, is do you have a kink with your porn? Like, what's going on? And he said, no, that's, that's my hobby, YouTube and porn. And I was like, okay, well, let me tell you about my hobbies. Like, I garden. I grow vegetables and stuff. I like to plant flowers. You know, I compost. You know, so I like to try to, you know, grow shit and eat it. Basically, you know, that's my, that's my hobby. And he said, yeah, I don't have those. Uh, but I did watch a prison video once on YouTube about how to make wine out of the fruit cups from the prison cafeteria in the toilet. And I was like, just shaking my head like, okay, so do you, pre- do you prefer mountains or beach? And he's like, beach. I'm like, okay, perfect. What's your favorite beach? And he's like, oh, out in San Diego, California. And I was like, oh, cool. How many times have you been there? He's like, once. I'm like, okay, so you live in the Philadelphia region. We are near New Jersey. We are near New York. We are near Maryland, uh, Delaware, Virginia. Like, what are some of the beaches? Like, do you go to New Jersey? Do you go to Long Beach Island? Do you go to Long Island? Do you go to Ocean City, Maryland? Like, where do you go? Oh, well, I sometimes like to go to... Uh, seaside Heights and walk on the boardwalk with my shirt off. And then if some chicks are pawing at me, I take them back to my hotel. I bang them. I tell them to go. And then I just walk around on the boardwalk again, waiting for somebody else. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's not enjoying the beach. (laughs) So I'm feeling like a dentist at this point, trying to pull teeth, like trying to get this guy to talk to me. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. So There were other questions, you know, there were other things I was trying to engage him in conversation with. There were, you know, things that I was trying to get him to talk to me with. And I just finished my third martini. We're there. I was there for about an hour and a half. He was there with me for an hour because remember, he came late at five o'clock. So the waitress comes out and I, oh, is there anything else you need? I'm like, yeah, check, please. So she brings the check. So now I'm waiting for the check to come. And I look and I said, okay, look, I had these lettuce wrap tacos. They're half price because it's happy hour. And I had three martinis. It comes to like 18 bucks. So I'm going to throw in a 20. Do you want me to put it on my card and you give me cash? Do you want me to just give you the 20 bucks and you pay for it on your debit card? Like, do you want to split it down the middle? Like, how do you want to do this? And he just pushed his chair back and looked down at his phone the whole time as I'm trying to engage in this conversation. Cause now I like, I just need to get out of there. So I write on the receipt, I put the $20 in there and I write on the receipt. I need an angel shot. Here is my bill that I'm paying for. And I circled my stuff plus the tip. And I said, you know, I need to get out of here. So I said, can you just come back? You know? And I said, you know, please tell me that there's something wrong with my card even though I didn't put a card in there. So the waitress, you know, has it closed, brings it up to the cashier who is with the bartender and they look at it and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I see them all pointing towards me. 
So the woman walks over and she's just like, hey, there's something wrong with your card. Um, can you come up really quick? There's something wrong with the chip. And I was like, oh, sure, no problem. And he's like, oh, I have to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Now he left his keys and he left his wallet on the table. And, you know, he just took his phone with him. So I was like, okay. And I'm like, I'm just going to be right there. So I'll keep an eye on your wallet. Like everything's cool. He's like, all right, cool. So he goes to the bathroom. I go up to the bartender. I'm like, listen, this is my food. This is my stuff. This guy is a creeper because during the date, the killer on what made me like roll out of there real quick was he was staring into blank space at me. And I said, so what are you thinking? What's on your mind? And the line he said was, I'm just thinking about all of the dirty, nasty things I am going to do to you when we leave here and you come back to my apartment. And then the waitress walked over and I was like, check please. And that's how that went down. Um, and again, totally over his head. He didn't even see it coming. Once I heard that, I was like, okay, either this guy catfished me straight up. He is social anxiety disorder. He's got some kind of sexual fetish that I am just not down with. But you haven't said more than like 10 words during this entire time. And you bought $137 worth of food and drinks. I'm not paying for that. Sorry. No, I'll pay for my shit. You could pay for yours. This isn't even about going Dutch. This is, I'm taking care of me. We're not, we're not splitting this. So he was in the bathroom. I had the bartender literally walk me out to my car. I got to my car. Uh, the waitress was making sure that when he came out of the bathroom that he was just going to go straight to his straight to the table and not try to come out and follow me. And I left. So they understood the angel shot. They conferred with me that, yes, indeed, I needed to get out of there. This was unsafe. And I did wind up calling Cheese Cake Factory later to thank them for that. And I did actually tip them later again uh, with my debit card to, you know, make sure that they were accommodated for the service that not only that they gave me, but, you know, everything else. And as of course, I'm driving home trying to block him and everything else in social media, through the dating app, through text message, whatever, just to be bugged by him a couple of days later through a text now phone number saying, hey, you stiffed me with a bill. I met you at King of Prussia. I thought you were cool. I thought we had really good energy. We should probably get together again. And I was like, yeah, no. And that happened for a couple of days until I had to call my um, phone server to tell them to block all text now numbers because he was calling from different numbers each time that I had to block. So angel shot, be aware, be safe. Don't take any crap from people. If you are uncomfortable or you just feel the date isn't going well and they're not picking up on signals like, okay, yeah, that's not a hobby or yeah, I don't agree with that, but let's move on to something else. And they're still being persistent about stuff. If you're uncomfortable, roll. Say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to get the check. I got to go. You know, I got to get out of here. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm feeling tired or not feeling well or something I ate, whatever. My favorite is the explosive diarrhea excuse like, hey, I ate something bad. I got to go home. I don't want to blow up this bathroom. I know TMI. I really don't care. But if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. So get the angel shot. Talk to your friends. Tell your friends. Let them know what's going on. And please, ladies, be safe. And, you know, for the guys out there, don't be douches, please. Like just 
be yourself. And if you have a social anxiety disorder, then just say it. Hey, listen, I'm really nervous. Us women get it. Trust me, we're nervous too. We're nervous too. So just say, hey, listen, I'm a little nervous. I don't know what to say. Like, it's kind of weird for me. And it's okay. Like, we get it. It's odd. It's weird. But, you know, don't have, you know, one hour, two hour conversations with me about life in general. And then you can't say anything in person. I'm not okay with that. So make sure you access your angel shot if you're feeling unsafe. Don't get into any cars with people you don't know besides an Uber or Lyft person. And even then you got to be careful too. Um, Don't go from frat parties to bars or other parties with dudes that are driving. Get the address to where you're going and call an Uber, call a Lyft. Do what you got to do. You have to look out for yourself. Now, back before the angel shot, One of the things that I used to do uh, back in the early 2000s, before I got married, uh, on a date, if things weren't going right and I felt uncomfortable, I would tell the person, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I would take my purse, which has my keys in it, and I would go to the bathroom. And on my way to the bathroom, I would find another female that was sitting at the table or the bar. And I would tap her on the shoulder and I would say, hey, I know this sounds really weird. I'm having a female issue problem. Can you please come to the bathroom with me? Um, and they would come with me. And then I would say, hey, listen, I, you know, this is a bad date. I don't feel safe. I need to get the hell out of here. Can you do me a favor? Can you go over to that person and just like strike up a conversation with them while I like buzz out the back door so he doesn't see me? So I'm distracted. And that was something I did a couple of times, but the angel shot kind of alleviates some of that. So I implore you to educate yourself on it. Call out to your local bars and restaurants and ask if they know what an angel shot is. Most of them do. If they do not, please educate them so they can recognize it. So when people go out and request it, they're not giving them Angel's Envy bourbon, (laughs) that they are actually getting the help that they need. So that's all I have to say about that. Uh, This was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be, but that's how the Angel Shot works. Um, That was a really bad date, and this was like probably two years ago, so you know, dudes are creepy, dudes be thirsty, I get it. But us women have to look out for each other. And this is just another line of security for us. So we can be safe. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please share it with your friends, get the awareness out there and join us this Wednesday at 8pm Eastern Standard Time believe that's the 29th of the month. Let's see, 26, 27, 28. Yes, the 29th, July 29th, 2020 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be putting out the next podcast. So if you have topics, if you have points of discussion, if you have feedback, please find me on social media at Jenny Piscetti on Facebook, uh, Beach Bum Life 40 on Instagram. Um, You can find me in some other groups. And if you're a friend of mine, obviously, you've got my number, you can text me. So I'm looking forward to hear from the feedback from you guys and definitely want to hear some good subject matter so we can really get to the nitty gritty. And who knows, you might just be a guest on our show, uh, whether you want to be named or not, 
or you can share an amazing story or a really disastrous story because I know we're going to spend time on the really bad date episode. So if we have some stories, we will obviously keep you anonymous. We will not mention names and we'll put it out there and I think it'll be a great time. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, share it with your friends, get the awareness out there and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. Stay safe, y'all.